0: You are listening to the Courtship Code podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you elevate in your relationships from inside out. And I'm your host, Zara Jay, founder of BlackMuslimSingleSociety.com, The Match Society, and CaptivatingCourtship.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of The Courtship Code. I hope you had an amazing weekend and a wonderful week last week. I had the pleasure of spending some time with my family this weekend, going down to St. Augustine, which is a really beautiful historical city in Florida. It's only about 35 minutes from my house, so it's a really quick trip. But it looks totally different from Jacksonville. So when you step into St. Augustine, it has like a combination feel of... Spain and the Bahamas is really beautiful. There's a lot of history there from the early establishment of the United States and of course the early establishment of Florida and the Spaniards used to Dock there that was like their territory so it has a very historical classic look of like old spain but then you also have the palm trees and the water and everything that kind of gives you that tropical feel so when you go to st augustine it feels like you've taken a trip somewhere foreign or somewhere kind of exotic but it's only 30 minutes away so it's a cool place to go and get something to eat just walk around And a fun fact, St. Augustine is actually the number one marriage destination in Florida. So if you've ever considered having a destination wedding, St. Augustine is actually a great choice. It's really beautiful. It has a great feel to it and a lot of people vacation there. It's close to Jacksonville. It's a few hours from Daytona and from Orlando and it's a great location to check out. So definitely consider St. Augustine if you're looking for like a cute place to visit especially if you're already in the Orlando, Daytona or Jacksonville area. That is one thing I will say is a perk of being in florida there's a lot of other cities in florida besides just like orlando or miami you have tampa you have daytona you have jacksonville and another fun fact jacksonville is actually the largest landmass city in the united states most people don't know that it's not a heavily populated city but it is actually the largest city as far as The landmass It's it's a huge city like the borders are huge, but it it doesn't have like the same traffic as Atlanta and New York and L.A. And all the other DC. Oh, my gosh. Like it just doesn't have that huge population. So you have like the big structure, but it still has a very small town feel. So that's just a little bit of information about Jacksonville. Not that you guys probably care, but (laughs) I thought it would be fun to share. So, this week we're going to be talking about why smart, successful women tend to attract toxic and unavailable relationships. Now, this is pretty obvious for some, but I also just wanted to frame the conversation around courtship and dating because I know you guys have heard me say this plenty of times, but when we're talking about relationships, relationships are all relationships. It's not just committed marriage or a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. Relationships occur during courtship. You're building a relationship with that person. Even if it doesn't work out, it's still a relationship. Your friendships, your family relationships, your co-workers, right? All of these are forms of relationships. So it's important to keep that in mind when I use the word relationships, that it's not limited to just marriage. It's not limited to just whatever commitment works for you and your partnership. It's all relationships and the pre-relationships or the, the, the less intense relationships leading up to commitment. So you can have a toxic courtship. You can have toxic, you know, dating um, partners. You can have toxic family relationships, toxic relationship with children, toxic relationship with coworkers. So I just want you to keep that in mind when I'm talking about relationships. And it's also important to acknowledge in order to understand how even non-committed relationships create bad habits and experience and that they shape and draw you as well and you're just as drawn to toxic relationships if these things resonate with you but like i said in courtship or before the actual relationship starts or is committed it's important to acknowledge this in order to really understand that even non-committed relationships create bad habits and experiences that shape what you're drawn to. So a lot of times when we're talking about, you know, past relationships, people lock in on the committed ones. But what about all the many relationships you've had? What about all the courtships you've been through? What about all the past people that you almost were with? Those shape and mold you as well. Those experiences probably have just as much, possibly even more of an impact on you. Because a lot of times that's when people experience rejection and it really hurts and it really impacts them or ghosting or sudden departure. So just keep in mind that the toxicity that we're gonna be talking about today or why you're attracting these toxic partners or why these smart, successful women tend to attract them is not limited just to commitment. And the second thing is, is that if you identify with this podcast, I really want you to just take some time and ask yourself, how are you going to take responsibility for the toxic and unavailable partners that you tend to attract? Okay, what will be your way forward and how will you truly commit to not only the thought of making changes, but the actions that you need to take in order to break this cycle. I do not want you to maintain an unhealthy cycle and unhealthy relationships with toxic and unavailable partners. And I've heard women, whether it's in coaching sessions or consultations, I've heard women just say, this is just what I attract. I tend to always attract these types of men. It seems like all the men, I need you to break up with that. Okay, I need you to break up with that. And I need you to really sit down and think about what changes do you want to make and how are you going to break this cycle? Because you have to break it or else it will stay with you for years, decades, possibly a lifetime. And I know that everyone has met that older woman who still struggles with relationships. She still is diving into very unavailable, toxic Situations or with men, or she still is in a state of high trauma. Let me be honest with you some of the older matchmaking clients that I've had, or people that have questioned me about matchmaking in the past, had the most levels of emotional trauma unresolved emotional trauma when it came to their past experiences that they never fully dealt with. And these women were over 60. And when we would speak about relationships, they would still have a lot of fear. They would still be um, very uncomfortable when it came to the thought the idea of being married or being in a relationship, despite the fact that they desired companionship and they desired the commitment. They had so many trust issues because they never resolved their past pain. They never fully healed. They had so much emotional trauma when it came to being able to connect with the man, even if this man was a great guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not only going to impact you with bad men, it's also going to impact you with good ones as well. If you have high emotional trauma, if you have unhealed experiences that you haven't quite settled yet and you haven't quite learned how to pivot away from, then what happens is even when you meet an amazing guy, even when you meet someone who values you, you're still acting and filtering from a place of trauma from a place of fear, from a place of distrust, and you're going to sabotage it. And that's why with the Captivating Courtship Code program and the coaching, I focus on your habits, not on the other person's, but it's so important to get crystal clear on how to heal and fix and pivot away from your own relationship habits so that you can actually attract better relationships. And you can't do that if you haven't fully addressed and healed them. It just is absolutely natural that you're going to filter from past experience. And if you haven't checked out last week's episode about falling into five new habits, in that episode, I went over how habits are formed and how your subconscious mind works. And the fact that we automatically default to behaviors and patterns once they become learned. And that includes responses, thoughts and feelings as well so if you don't heal these if you don't know how to address these if you don't know how to turn your habits around in the long run like do it doing changes that's going to cause long-term impact if you're not crystal clear on that and you're not holding yourself accountable or have someone else holding you accountable for that you could possibly keep the same habits for a very long time and i don't want that for you so let's talk about this today So when we come back from this break, we're going to dive into five reasons why smart, successful women tend to attract toxic and unavailable men. Catch you in a second. If you've been listening to the Courtship Code podcast, opening emails, and following content online, then I know that you're the type of person who values quality relationships and is ready to break up with your bad relationship habits. I want you to go ahead to CaptivatingCourtship.com and book your free 20-minute consultation where we're going to discuss your current bad relationship habits and how working together in our signature Wounds to Worth six-week program is going to help you to heal your emotional wounds, increase attraction, and position yourself with a real strategy on how to start meeting quality partners and attracting quality relationships. So go ahead to CaptivatingCourtship.com and book your free 20 minute discovery call and let's start captivating courtship. Okay guys, we're back and we're gonna dive straight on into why smart, successful women tend to track toxic and unavailable partners. Now what's funny is people tend to have this concept that you should be smarter than that you should be better than that and it's just not that simple people are way more complex than their careers or their education so i don't want you to feel bad or for you to think that other people are super judging you because they have their issues and their problems too okay so don't stress over that but i do want you to get clear on why this is actually a common thing for smart successful women so the first thing that you need to understand is that you can't outrun your childhood it doesn't matter how much you've accomplished in life your credit your income your education you may still have unresolved childhood trauma that allows you to attract familiar feelings and experiences This could be the workaholic parent who neglected you with attention, the domineering parent who controlled every decision you made, the emotionally unavailable or non-emotionally present parent, or even the parent who believed that a child should stay in a child's place and didn't allow you to express your needs, didn't teach you how to assert conflict or assert your feelings. So you can have mommy issues you can have daddy issues and it's not just limited to the absentee parent a lot of times when people think about childhood trauma they assume it's all about an absentee parent no you can have parents that worked really hard you can have parents that fully provided you can have parents that were extremely present in different ways but they still may not have met your emotional needs So it's so important to frame that and to really understand that, you know, if you had parents who were great providers, but not emotionally available, then you're probably more comfortable with partners who are great providers, but not emotionally available. Do you understand? Because you're attracted to what's familiar, And all of this can set the stage for seeking partners who have the same traits that you grew up with, the same traits as your parents. And because they're within your emotional comfort zone, despite you not liking it, you're drawn to it. So this just eliminates all your accomplishments, everything else, Deep down inside, you still have that inner girl within you, and you are still thinking from that same place of seeking the emotional validation, but you're drawn to partners who remind you of your early childhood. The second reason smart, successful women tend to attract toxic and unavailable partners is because time does not heal all. It does not heal all, okay? It can make things seem less meaningful. It can kind of blur your memory when it comes to past experiences and events, at least on the conscious level. But it doesn't just automatically go away. It doesn't mean that you're healed just because you've blocked it out. And if you know deep down inside, you tend to make the same mistakes over and over again, and you seem to lean towards the same kinds of men over and over again. It's because you aren't as healed as you think you are from your own toxic behaviors and you haven't fully committed to breaking your toxic attraction. So, you have a toxic attraction, you have an attraction towards toxic partners. The next reason, number three, is despite what you may think, many toxic partners prefer smart, successful women. And the misconception is that they prefer weak partners. They prefer partners with a low self-esteem, but that's actually not true. Because these toxic partners are emotionally unavailable and they also have a lot of deep insecurities that run within them, a lot of shame and guilt that run within them they tend to be attracted to people that validate that insecurity people that are trophies for them people that are challenges for them people that makes them feel accomplished by them conquering that right it's not fun for a lion to attack a already half dead gazelle or the weakest uh gazelle in the bunch right but that one that's fast that one that's, that's really like swifty, that's the one that the lion wants. That's the one that the lion wants to chase after because it's a bigger accomplishment to take that gazelle down than it is to take the weakest in the bunch. So someone who has high self-confidence yet a low self-worth is going to be attractive to a toxic person. Number four. Being confident doesn't mean that you feel like you're good enough. And that's one of the biggest misconceptions that I see from many of the smart, successful women that I work with in coaching, who they feel very competent, they feel very confident in themselves, so it's hard for them to understand Why do they actually, deep down inside, not feel good enough? So it's important for you to understand that having high self-confidence doesn't entitle you to a healthy relationship. It doesn't entitle you to having a great partner. And in order to understand why this is, you have to understand that your self-confidence means that you feel competent and it doesn't mean that you value yourself or like you feel like you're worthy of love. If you're constantly viewing your shame or your past guilt as if you're broken or you're not good enough, then that's a big indicator that you may actually feel confident but not worthy of a quality relationship. You feel competent, but you don't actually feel good enough for the love that you deserve. And that is really something that typically attracts toxic partners. Because even though it seems really good in the outside, they can pick up your low levels of self-worth and your low levels of low value behaviors and attraction. And the fifth reason why you struggle when it comes to attracting toxic and unavailable partners is because you don't fully trust yourself. You haven't fully forgiven yourself for your past mistakes and your bad choices. And because of that, you have a disconnected relationship with your own discernment. You focus more on your mistakes than your good choices. You've become fearful of picking the wrong partner. And you're only seeing the dating experience or the courtship experience from the lens of fear And that only makes you zero in more on partners who have those qualities because that's all you're seeing. So imagine looking through a movie lens or looking through like a camera lens, right? If you're so fearful of making a bad choice, if you're always thinking about, oh my gosh, I need to pay attention to the toxic partners. I need to look out for these red flags. If you're so red flag revved up, right? Then your lens, like I said, imagine you're looking through a camera lens. That's all that you're focused on. That's all that you're focused on is from a place of fear, right? You don't feel confident, so you're very focused on, I don't want to make a bad choice. And because that lens is focused on the fear and what you don't want to pick, it actually only identifies people who fit those traits. So without realizing it, you just move right in their direction without, Thinking about it, like I said last week, your subconscious mind naturally is drawn to experiences and drawn to people, thoughts, feelings, everything automatically without you having to even think about it. So those are the five reasons that I want you to really think about today and lock in on it. And I'll go over those really quickly, review those for you. Number one was because you can't outrun your childhood. Number two is because time does not heal all. Number three is because despite what you may think, toxic partners don't prefer weak women. And number four is being confident doesn't mean that you feel good enough. And number five is that you don't fully trust yourself. Now, if you want to learn more about what you can do to change this Two things that you need to shift right now in order to start making better choices in the three primary phases from my proven formula, my Captivating Courtship Code that women make um, and have made, used in their life in order to make transformations in order to attract better partners, then I want you to go head over to CaptivatingCourtship.com and watch the free masterclass. And it'll go straight to your email just check your email make sure that we're not in your spam or anything and go ahead and check out that masterclass. it's about 40 minutes you can listen to it while you're driving you don't have to sit down and make 40 minutes I know everyone's so busy that they <laughs> struggle to find 40 minutes to down but turn off the TV right turn off Real Housewives or whatever else that you like to watch and make 40 minutes to just listen to it I don't care if you're in the car you're cooking whatever you like to do but take 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 time to review the free masterclass. It's a free class. Take the time to educate and understand some things that you may need to do differently. And if you've asked yourself, how am I going to change this? Or you're really ready to learn to break these habits for good, then I'm inviting you to book a free 20-minute discovery call and learn how coaching will benefit you. And then I want you to sign up and get started with coaching. Go ahead and commit to committing to you. Make the decision to break these habits, get the assistance that you need, get the information that you need. All you have to do is go to captivatingcourtship.com slash wounds to worth Book your discovery call and let's get you signed up for coaching so you can be a different woman, have a different mindset and understand the steps that you need to take in the next six weeks, okay? If you have six hours, I'm asking for six hours of your time. If you have six hours over the next six weeks, then I want you to really deeply consider getting started with the Captivating Courtship Code coaching program now next week we have guest divorce coach Tonya Carter who teaches women how to break up with their divorce story and bounce back after divorce it's an amazing interview I can't wait to share with you guys we had a good time and there's so much information and so many jewels dropped in that episode so I will catch you guys next week and have a wonderful wonderful day Hey, if you've been waiting for an opportunity to work with me, you want to learn the steps and the healing mindset and the transformation that you need to make in order to start attracting better quality relationships, and you also want to meet other like-minded women and network and have some good food and some fun, then I want you to go to CaptivatingCourtship.com and check out the Captivate Courtship Weekend. Now, this is a fun-filled weekend. We're going to focus on healing energy we're going to focus on the strategies and the steps that you need to take and learn from a professional matchmaker and relationship coach and i'm going to also make sure that you walk away feeling empowered energized and you know what you need to do from here on out to start moving your love life forward in a way that you haven't been doing already so go ahead to the website, enter your email, and join the wait list. So when we're launching our next Captivate Courtship Weekend, you're going to be one of the few women in this very intimate setting to be able to start captivating courtship.